What up, guys? Yo, <clears throat> so I am not going to talk about the Donovan Mitchell thing. And this quality is going to get better if you haven't seen this podcast before. Uh, I got the lights and everything set up. I just had to do an intro real quick, so I forgot to do it. I'm doing my 10-man full-point PPR draft evaluation. Uh, I'm doing shit. The the draft value chart, I'm doing all that. And then I give the team rankings at the end. If you want to skip to just that, guys, that are watching from the league, go ahead. It's in the timestamps in the description. Do that. I did an in-depth, like, ranking most people's picks, everything like that. And for the record, it's going to be chopped up a little bit because I put in clips from a previous podcast that I had that I never released. So without further ado, let's get into this fucking podcast. Evaluations. Okay, so first we're going to the draft recap, guys. Okay, we're going to the draft recap and we're looking where we got people, where mistakes were made, in my opinion, and then we're going to go look at the teams on paper and I'm going to rank these teams. Okay, so for, for reference, right? I have the rankings, I have two notebooks. This is my rankings from last year. Okay, and just so you know, it's from last year. Let's go back a few pages. Right here. See, so last year I had this. I didn't fill it out. My draft. Correct? My draft. I had CMC, Calvin Ridley, Jonathan Taylor, Allen Robinson. So that, that proves that that was from last year. Now, also my last year rankings. Let's see this. And I have the finishing, what, what we all finished. My last year rankings. Me at number one. I got third. Remember, CMC, Calvin Ridley. Everybody's heard it a thousand times. That's on Xbox with me. But for you guys that did not know, CMC out the whole year. Uh, Calvin Ridley was just a little depressed, man. And he put a parlay on a game, so now he's out for the whole year. And, and I just, I wanted to do psych evaluations on my players. Okay, that's what I... I wanted to get into a some software where I could see their psych evaluations. Couldn't hack into the NFL servers because if that happens to me again, I'm dying. And that's the thing. I talk about mental health on this podcast all the time, right? And I, it, I didn't have the trendy, like, oh, my God, I cut my hair short and I made an OnlyFans because I was depressed, depression, right? I had real lay in my bed crying, gr like 20, 21 years old. I'm 27. I've had it for like eight years. It never goes away. And I sit there crying going, am I good enough for my dad? Do my friends even like me? Do I want to be here? That's the shit I was talking about. You know what I mean? I want to know what Calvin Ridley was thinking. Is it because he didn't perform for my fantasy team? Possibly. Maybe that's why he got sad. But either way, that's what happened. I got third. I had Anthony at second. He got second place. I had LD at third. He got first place. So me and him flipped. I had the commissioner, Michael Brinkley, at fourth. He got fourth. I had Lucas at sixth, no longer in the league. He got fifth. I had Pat at eighth. He got sixth. I had Bates at ninth. He got seventh. I had Andy at seventh. He got eighth. I had Travis at tenth. He got ninth. And then Team Goat, Michael's friend, the commissioner's friend, I had him at fifth somehow. 
Don't know what I was looking at. I think he probably had some injuries. And he got 10th. So my rankings weren't that off. I was way off on one of them. Right? I was I was a spot or two away on some, but I I knew who was going to make the playoffs and who wasn't, basically. So this is unbiased and shit. And I have clips. When I talk about these players, I have a podcast I recorded two weeks ago. You'll know because it's a whole different background. It's a whole different apartment. I didn't get evicted, motherfucker. They raised the rent up $350. I probably would have gotten evicted, though. I mean, me and Nia could have, like, I don't know, ate ramen every day. I'm not about that. I got a little bougie in me, right? I got a little bougie, okay? 13 until about 19, 20. I grew up in a gated neighborhood. I'm not going to lie. Now, before that... The rough streets of Texarkana, North Little Rock, all that, okay? But uh, it made me soft. I was always soft. I was meant to be a rich kid living in a gated neighborhood and then down the road, fell out of college, get disowned by your father, and now you're on a lost path with a beautiful girlfriend, right? A little too deep for you? Let's get into some fantasy. Alrighty, so, <laughs> Jesus. Jonathan Taylor, number one pick. Brant had to do it. Safe pick. Chris McCaffrey, number two. An auto pick. An auto draft pick, which I hate. I hate when people auto. Andy's going to talk about, oh, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I don't care if he liked the pick. I said this last night. With with the chips, right? The chips are in the middle of the table, man. You got your heart pumping in your chest. You got your heart. Where do I go? Who do I? You got a minute 30. You got a minute 30 to dictate where this fucking team goes. You understand me? You got one draft pick for the rest of your life, okay? Does he pick Christian McCaffrey? No. No, he doesn't. No. And I truly believe he makes it to me. Michael's telling me no, but my body, my body's telling me yay, yay. Sorry, uh, you can't, I may get canceled for singing R. Kelly. Look at the people after Christian McCaffrey. If you have this injury scare, Correct? You have the number one running back gone. You have the number one wide receiver on the board. You have RB2 and PPR and Austin Eckler. And you have the number one wide receiver, the number two wide receiver. You're telling me it's an automatic that any of y'all take him? I don't think so. Mostly in a PPR league, Justin Jefferson and Cooper Cup easily could have gone 2 3. And then Anthony's always going to circle jerk with Austin Eckler and Justin Herbert. That dude wanted the whole fucking L.A. Chargers roster. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought I could have got him. Picks that I hate. I really don't hate any picks. I hate certain players. I don't even have a video of how much I hate Najee Harris. But I hate him. But Bates got him at the end of the, the back end of the first round. So you can't really hate it. But I do think even at running back, Alvin Kamara is a better option. I think Joe Mixon's a better option. The guys below him, I would have taken Stephon Diggs over him. I would have taken Jamar Chase over him. Like, I would have. I would have, just plain and simple. I do have a clip on Derrick Henry. I do not like Derrick Henry. I hate him. I hate the pick. And it's not, it's not, I shouldn't say I hate the pick. Let me correct myself. I hate the player right now. Okay, he's coming off a big injury. He's over the age of 27. Let's just get into the clip. Run the clip. Let's go. And I'm not drafting Derrick Henry. I hate Derrick Henry. I know we're past the foot issue. Um, I think he's getting older. I think we have seen a decline from any running back over the age of 26, basically. 
26 and over is basically your cutoff. There's only two players that had remote success last year that were over the age of 26, 27. Melvin Gordon and Cordero Patterson. And Cordero Patterson came out of nowhere, had a career year at 30 years old, who was a punt, routine, a punt return specialist forever. And a primary wide receiver. Primarily a wide receiver. He was never a primary wide receiver, okay? I would just be cautious. Ezekiel Elliott, once again, the decline. The yards per game per year are tanking. They went from 110 to now he's at, I think last year he did 61. Maybe, I think it was 50-something. I could be crazy, even though I like the value on Zeke this year. But yeah, be wary of uh, Derrick Henry. I will not be touching him. I don't care where the fuck I'm at. Maybe if I'm 10 to 12, I'll touch him. Maybe. Okay. That's what I'm saying. He's, he's 27. I hate running backs over 27. And Derrick Henry came back for that playoff game, and he didn't look right. And yes, it was his first week, first two weeks back from the injury. I don't blame him. I'm not, I'm not saying that is an indictment on him or that is something that is going to continue on into the season. We have to see. I just personally said I would not take him. I said 10 or 12, and I'm referring to my 12-man standard league, right? Right, 150 on Labor Day. I'm going to be uh, drafting that team at 8.30 Central time on tomorrow. So y'all go check that out. And just to prove I'm not just sucking my own cock, I'm not Marilyn Manson, I'm not breaking my bottom two ribs so I can give myself a blowjob, even though that sounds kind of dope because nobody can jack me off like I want to be jacked off, right? Like when your woman's trying to give you a handy, you're like, let me finish it up for you. Could you imagine giving yourself a blowjob? That don't mean you like get it. Okay. <laughs> Talking to yourself. Give it to me, daddy. All right. <laughs> Dalvin Cook. I love Dalvin Cook. And just to prove it, here's the clip. Go. These are the rankings. One through ten. Jonathan Taylor, Austin Eckler, Christian McCaffrey, Cooper Cup, Derek Henry, Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, and then Joe Mixon. Now, the one I like the most out of this group is Dalvin Cook at RB5. See, I was in love with Dalvin Cook. I didn't know what my draft spot was, but I think that he has RB1 upside. And I have his handcuff. So I'm getting all those, all those points from that Vikings backfield with the new coach and Kevin McConnell coming from the Rams. They're going to be running that ball down people's throats and still spreading it out where he has room and shit like that. So I've all I love Dalvin Cook's value at RB five. And where do you go? One, two, three. He went RB RB four because Derrick Henry is usually going earlier. So is Najee Harris. Um, I didn't really explain Najee Harris that much. I hate his O line. He has one of the worst O lines in the league next to the Bears. He has a rookie quarterback. Just not a lot of things in his favor. I don't think they're going to be up in games. I think they're going to be in close games. And we saw the efficiency last year. It was not good. Najee Harris. Okay. I got some shit for you. Uh, 19 out of his 94 targets last year were in one game versus Cincinnati. He had 10 games that he played with under 75 rushing yards and 13 games with under 30 reception yards. Now, maybe that's not something you're looking for. And maybe you're just looking for this dense... Uh, touch guy, you know, a dude that gets all these touches, which is totally fine in a full point PPR, but at the same time, you're going to need some some efficiency with those touches. That's terrible. That is terrible. So Michael got Derrick Henry. 
Okay. He was a top 10 rusher without even playing the whole season. So I'm not hating on him. That Najee Harris thing is just so crazy. I also thought that, are you kidding me, taking Kamara over Joe Mixon was sort of weird, considering last year Joe Mixon finishes RB3. He has improvements at O-line with Kappa, and they got Lyle Collins from Dallas. Kappa coming from Tampa Bay, my team. I'm a real Tampa Bay fan, okay? Did you ever watch Jameis play? Oh, you hopped on the Tom Brady bandwagon? I burned my Jameis Winston jersey when he started finger-fucking an Uber driver against her consent. How about that? Am I a good guy? Woke? Woke, maybe? Am I woke? Don't know. So I thought that was weird. I thought that pick was weird, but it is what it is. You know, I, and once again, Denaji Harris saying, I hate the rookie quarterback. Round two. Let's keep this moving. Stephon Diggs loved the pick. Joe Mixon loved the pick. DeAndre Swift, Bates, right there, loved the pick. Uh, whoa, I didn't shit on Bates every pick. Whoa. Devontae Adams for Bala Mavs, love that. Also, how about we run this clip on DeAndre Swift right now? Go. Uh, another great value pick, DeAndre Swift. I know what you're thinking. Last year, he, he may have screwed you over. He may have fucked you. Why am I saying screwed, man? Let's curse, man. Fuck it. Um, I know you may have think he fucked you, right? And he did. But this just feels like all the rumblings coming from Detroit. He wants to be Marshall Falk, a thousand, a thousand, receiving and rushing. And his coaches are backing that up like he has a chance to do it. To me, that is everybody coming together and going, this is our best playmaker. We're going to get him the fucking ball. I feel like some of these I'm going to think I have a clip and I haven't checked who I actually have a clip on. And then it's just going to be me going like, hey, remember that I said that? So I love DeAndre Swift. I think um, those rumors are, they just can't be just going like, you can't shut them down. It feels like everybody wants to feed him the ball. I believe I said that in that clip. So we're just going to go with it. Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams' best receiver in the league. Tyreek Hill. Now, I bet a lot of y'all think this is an overdraft. A lot of y'all think this is an overdraft. And to save some time, how about we put the clip of me talking about Tyree Kill so I don't look like I'm sucking my own dick. From two weeks ago, go. Here, number 23, Tyree Kill. My favorite pick, my dream scenario pick. No bullshit. Why is he going 23rd overall? Why is he wide receiver eight? You see... I got my I got my two favorite guys in the first two rounds. And this this literally is in a different apartment, I swear to God. It just so happened that I got these guys, like right there. And do I like Tyree Kill at 15? No. I probably could have got him a little bit lower. I don't know if I could have, but I, I think I possibly could have. I, I may have overdrafted him, but with my my thought is he's going to finish top five in the NFL wide receiver. And that's just my thoughts. So it is what it is. Sin City Ballers. I had a clip on Travis Kelsey, but it was shitting on him saying he was undraftable at his ADP. He was going to get 10 to like first round numbers. Well, LD got him at 16. That's a really good pick at 16. If he went even a couple picks higher, I would have hated it if you're passing on DeAndre, Devontae. Well, for me, Tyreek, maybe not y'all. Uh, Aaron Jones, the next pick. Aaron Jones. I like Aaron Jones, but I like A.J. Dillon better than him for the value. 
A.J. Dillon had 1,000 yards last year, bro. He was a backup. Aaron Jones is a very good running back, and I think Matthew Barry has him. He's no longer with ESPN, by the way. I think he has him at his number eight overall running back, which is totally fine. And I don't hate that Anthony took him because without these receivers out there, without Devontae Adams, they don't even have Marquez Valdez-Scantling out there anymore. They don't have anybody Aaron Rodgers trusts. I think they're going to rely on these running backs. And that's why I like A.J. Dillon in those later rounds. That's why I liked him a lot. The one pick I hate the most, and I, I just hate, oh, two, two picks I hate. Leonard Fournette. Absolutely hate Leonard Fournette. Run the clip. Number 25 is my least favorite pick, Leonard Fournette. Um, Don't draft him. Name our starting center. I am a Bucks fan. I cannot name our starting center. Name our left guard. I am a Bucks fan. I can't name our starting guard. Why? Because we're in competition with a lot of bums. Two pieces missing. A Pro Bowl center and an all-pro left guard who retired is going to have a hard time running the ball up the middle. And that's what we do. We don't do outside runs. Like, I'm dead serious. I don't know who the starting center is. I, I don't know. It's like going to be a, a game-time decision on who starts on our O-line. And I think that we can't rely on the run game. We're going to rely on Tom Brady getting that ball out in two seconds. That's what we're going to rely on. Honestly, I think that's what we're relying on. Debo Samuel slid so far. This may be the best value pick right here by Andy. It may be the best value pick at 19 to get Debo Samuel, who was one of the best players in fantasy last year. I think that people kind of overrate quarterback play when it comes to fantasy superstars like Debo did last year. Did you believe in Jimmy? No, you didn't. Debo got his touches. He ran the ball. They're probably going to use him the exact same way. He got his money that he wanted to be paid like a running back and a wide receiver. So he has no complaints about his role now. I think he's going to ball out. I don't give a fuck about the rookie quarterback. Because how much worse can Trey Lance be than Jimmy Garoppolo, fantasy-wise? Fantasy-wise. How much worse can he be? Not in real life, fantasy-wise. So, he's not a rookie anymore, by the way. He's a second year. Everybody in their car going, he's not a fucking rookie, bro. Okay. Everybody hold your fucking horses. Now, another one I hate is James Conner. I have a clip on him. Let's run it. I also hate James Conner. I saw this stat. Probably on sharp football analysis. The average running back gets a touchdown on, I believe they said, 3% of their carries, roughly. Last year, James Conner scored on, what they say, 9% of his rushes. So he's tripling that. Don't think so. I think his season is unrepeatable. He is the number one guy now. And like I said, it's I've said a hundred times, beating leukemia is the second best accomplishment that he's had in his life. Last year's season with 15 touchdowns is the best that he's ever done in his life. It's the best thing he'll ever do. I think it's the biggest fluke season. Yes, they lose um, Chase Edmonds. But I just feel like with those change of tempo running backs, it kind of helps the guys like James Conner. You know what I mean? So going to the third round, we're going to scroll up to make sure y'all can see it. Keenan Allen, don't hate it. Javante Williams, Mark Andrew, C.D. Lamb. Where do I hate these? I love, he stole Saquon from me. You know, we all say we stole picks. I love when people say that. Because like, how did I steal your pick and you're three picks below me? You know what I mean? 
yeah, he he sniped. I call it sniping. That's what I call it. He sniped Saquon Barkley right on my hands. Because I was just thinking like, man, if I can get Dalvin Cook, super high upside, and Saquon Barkley with a new offensive coordinator, oh my God, I, I would love it. You know what I mean? I would love Saquon Barkley uh, as my RB2, RB3. Mostly in like my 12-man. If he's my RB2, I'm going to be so happy. And Sanders' really shitty scoring system but you kind of just have to have to play the game. I've kind of let it go now. You know, I've kind of let it go. Next year, I believe we're going to half point. So, but C.D. Lamb, crazy he went this low for Anthony. It's not like I don't know how he went because to me, C.D. Lamb should have went where Aaron Jones went or Leonard Fournette went or James Conner went. C.D. Who else do they have to throw to, man? Nate Washington is that his name? Nate, I think so. Nate Washington got hurt. Michael Gallup's hurt. Amari Cooper left. You got Tony Pollard, Zeke Elliott, CeeDee Lamb, and Dalton Schultz. That's all you have to throw to. You have nobody else. Bro, did you see the punt returner Turpin in preseason? That's that Cowboy fan shit, bro. Y'all got to fucking take a breath. Y'all got to take a breath. That dude's going to be a fucking impact player, bro. I've never seen a punt returner like him in my life. I swear to God. Okay, okay. All right. All right. Do you, man. Goddamn, it's like Tavon Austin when he came out of the draft. Yeah, when you remember, Cowboys had Tavon Austin. He's going to be a playmaker for you, wasn't he? Fucking idiots. I hate Cowboys fans. I don't even care about the team anymore if they win or lose. I truly don't give a fuck. The fans are repulsive. At least now, you know, and, and the thing is, like with Michael, I love Michael. One of my best friends on the planet, right? One of my brothers. The funniest thing is Michael, like, shits on the Cowboys until the season starts coming along. And then, like, by by preseason week three, he starts, you never know about this year, man. I I know with the O-line and all that, but, man, our, our defense, and he starts he starts bigging them up. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny. Anyways, anyways, Mike Evans at – Mike Evans, I got him right at his ADP, right at 25, 26. So I'm not mad about that. I am not mad about Mike Evans. He's a, he's a touchdown machine. Only receiver ever with seven straight 1,000-yard seasons to start his career. I'm not worried. He's got Tom. Chris Godwin may miss some more time. We got old-ass Julio out there. I think Mike Evans is going to be the mainstay red zone target again. Has the potential to lead the NFL in receiving touchdowns this year. Love Mike Evans. And I like having a, a player on my own team to root for. So, Michael Pittman Jr., amazing value by Michael here. I probably should have taken... I, I was debating taking Michael Pittman, obviously, right in this spot. And I think if I take Michael Pittman... Michael takes A.J. Brown, to be honest. I think Michael had some doubts about Mike Evans. I don't. I just I think he's too big, too strong, too good, man. I think he's just consi- the model of consistent excellence, right? So Michael Pittman, um, I don't know why he's going so low in drafts. Last year he had Carson Wentz. The only thing they can do is upgrade from that. All you can do is upgrade from a guy throwing two to three picks in clutch games. And he's still... Finished with how many yards? He had to have a thousand, like a hundred and a thousand, ninety something and a thousand, eighty-eight catches and a thousand yards, six touchdowns. You want more touchdowns there, but I still think his production will be the same or better this year, considering the weapons around him can't stay healthy. Okay, they can't. AJ Brown, I like AJ Brown. I like him at this spot. I think I wouldn't draft AJ Brown. I'm not shitting on the pick. I think it's a good pick. Just talent where you got him. Offense, all that. He needs a number one weapon. 
I don't like AJ Brown because he has Steph Curry ankles. That's it. That's the only. That's the only bitching point I can get from this pick. AJ Brown has like these tissue paper ankles, and injuries happen. But it's so consistent with AJ Brown, it's kind of annoying. And it's always like weeks you need him to play. DJ Moore here, not a bad pick. I'm not a big believer in DJ Moore just because he's in that offense with Baker Mayfield and shit. Nick Chubb going this low at 30 is very surprising. Like I said, you keep going. Dude, his quarterback, Deshaun's not playing. I don't give a flying fuck if he's playing. Nick Chubb has had worse quarterbacks than Deshaun Watson. Worse quarterbacks than their backup. I don't even know who the fuck their backup is. Josh Rosen right now? Is that their backup right now? Jesus Christ. I don't know if he's had worse than that. <laughs> I don't know. But he's had bad quarterback play before. You know? And everybody remembers Baker. Remember, Baker's first season, he didn't come in until, what, midway through the season? Who do they have? They had a, did they have Tyrod Taylor as their quarterback? Is that who the Browns had? I believe it was Tyrod Taylor. I could be wrong. And everybody's thinking of he was on the Chargers. I think he was a starter for the Browns first. I could be crazy. I'm not going to look it up. I'm just going to go off my what I said. He's 1,000 yards, almost 10 touchdowns every year, and you're getting him as your RB2. I can't disagree with that. Is that his RB2? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't hate on that. That's, that's great value. Then he gets Terry McLaurin. Are you kidding me? He's got a good-ass team going right now. Baller. Oh, here's the clip on Terry McLaurin. Go. But my favorite pick out of this round is Terry McLaurin. What is up with you people? What the fuck is up with you people not liking Terry? He's scary Terry. Yeah, I think he's quarterback proof. I think Terry McLaurin is quarterback proof. And I just... I I don't know why he keeps going so low. Everybody keeps counting him out because of his quarterback, right? You can't name a start other than Bates. Who started for them last year? Name name one of them. And you're like, yo, the kid who died. Sorry. R.I.P. Dwayne. But like last year, he had the same stats as Michael Pittman damn year with 10 less receptions. And he's got Michael Pittman's quarterback this year. So he's going to get spammed. And Carson Wentz loves to heave it up. So it's just one of those things that I think they, he just gets doubted. He's not one of these big-name receivers. But in fantasy, he's going to get you a good amount of points, and that's good. I have a video of all these guys right here. All three. David Montgomery, I fucking hate it. Run the clip. Now, yes, you can judge David Montgomery off of that last, that last couple weeks when he was fucking going crazy, bro. Oh my God, David Montgomery's a league winner. Oh, my God. Okay, whatever, bro. If you want to judge him off that, go ahead. I'll judge him off all the weeks he missed. How about that? How about I do the bigger sample size that I'm going to judge him off of? All right? I said all I needed to say. All right? Kyle Pitts, run the clip. Um, Kyle Pitts, don't believe in it, already explained. Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota won't combine for 20 touchdowns. I'll tell you that, preseason included. Said all I needed to say. They're not going to score touchdowns. And the thing is, you can you can deduce that that reasoning, right? You can deduce that to you can deduce that to say, well, he's going to get all the targets because they have nobody else but him. Facts. But do targets from Desmond Ritter and Marcus Mariota make you a reasonable fantasy player? And I and you're like you're being a hypocrite. You said fuck the quarterback. Yeah, but when it's that bad, it's a difference, okay? And mostly when you're a running back, you're going to get fed. And don't even compare Tua to fucking Marcus Mariota.
He's a left-handed Marcus Mariota. <laughs> I know somebody said that. Deontay Johnson. In the fourth round, I don't hate Deontay Johnson here. I have doubts of this whole Pittsburgh Steelers offense, though. But guess what? We had him last year, didn't we? And what does Deontay Johnson do? He gets fucking 180 targets. He's going to get his 900 to 1,000 yards. And he may score like five to seven touchdowns. So we're going to have to see. You know, there's certain offenses that you don't touch. And I touched one in here a lot. And we're going to get that to the next round. It's just one of those offenses I didn't want any part of. Running back, wide receiver, tight end, none of it. I didn't want any part of it. So I don't I don't hate the pick here. But we're, it's like we're going to have to see. And you may go, well, we're going to have to see with all of them. Okay, well, be that fucking guy. I got Zeke Elliott. Uh, run the clip. I like Zeke this year at his ADP. I truly do. So I, obviously, I liked his ADP. I mean, I like I like most of my players. I got who I wanted to get in a lot of in a lot of this draft. I really did. I I got who I loved honestly in this draft. So I'm not hate. I don't hate my team. I got guys where I thought I would get them, and it kind of worked out well for me. Zeke, like I just talked about his decline. You are totally correct. Uh, it makes me sound like a hypocrite, but when Zeke is like your RB2 and you get him in the fourth, you can't be too mad about it because it is Zeke Elliott. We act like Zeke had a horrible year last year. He finished RB10. He was an RB1. We, we can, you can, as a Cowboy fan, you look, I know we got a couple Cowboys fans. You look at it differently than a dude like me who just wants his fantasy, fantasy production. He's your goal line back. He's going to get 20 carries a game. I don't give a fuck. And he's going to catch the ball five to ten times a game. Not ten. Five to seven. Why would I go ten? And still, is it an RB1 in fantasy? He may drop down a little bit, but he's my RB2. He's my RB2. I don't give a fuck. Cam Akers, I absolutely hate Cam Akers' pick. Run the clip. Why are you drafting Cam Akers at RB17 in that backfield that will rotate like a motherfucker? That shit is rotating like puff, puff, pass, bro. Off an Achilles tear. You're drafting him because you're dreaming he's going to be what you thought he was going to be when you drafted him last year. That's what's happening, and that is sad. Stop doing that shit. And if I don't have clips on these, I will then record a clip for it of what I think of the pick because then I'll just look fucking stupid, and then I'll edit it in. So Cam Akers, I just dislike it. Coming off a huge injury. Rotating running backs, that's the end of it, period. Mike Williams, I like Mike Williams there. I don't hate any of Anthony's picks, I hate to tell you, but a lot of y'all drafted people. Like, I would have taken Mike Williams over Kyle Pitts, Deontay Johnson, Zeke Elliott, David Montgomery. I would have taken Mike Williams over all of them. Dude, you can say Keenan Allen's their number one. Let's go look at how many touchdowns he gets. This is my whole thing. I, I don't like Keenan Allen because his touchdowns are never there. Yes, he gets 100 catches and 1,000 yards, so it makes you think, oh, you know what? I think I like Keenan over him. You can say that, and Keenan Allen's getting older. And Keenan Allen can't stay healthy and got a little lucky last year with his health. That dude ruptured his spleen by falling on a football. So you go, Hunter, bro, he only had 76 catches. More yards than Keenan Allen. More touchdowns. He had 10 touchdowns. 129 targets. 120. So, what do you think happens in those those fifty those fifty targets that didn't get caught? What is that? It's a fucking streak route, a deep bomb, 
a goal line fade that gets batted away, something like that. That's where all those come from. That dude, <laughs> I would have taken Mike Williams over Keenan, but not that early. Does that make sense? I would draft in my drafts Mike Williams over Keenan Allen just because of his touchdown production. Just because of his touchdown production. Travis Etienne here, looking at hit and rug. Is he desperate for a desperate for a running back here? No, I mean he had if he believes in Leonard Fournette, then he's not desperate for uh he was pretty desperate for a running back right there because he had a couple where am I at? Oh, right here. He already had a couple wide receivers that are gonna bang. So and he has Mark Andrews as well. So he rounded out his roster with another running back. I probably wouldn't have taken him, but I don't hate the Travis Etienne pick. Remember, James Robinson tore his Achilles. We ain't going to see him probably this whole year. He's going to be that guy that you have in your lineup, and it's going to, by like week five or six, it's going to say a Q beside his name, and you're just like, get ready, bro. Get ready. It's just like the Joe Mixon thing that happened two years ago where – he was day to day and ended up missing like the last like seven weeks or something. I don't know what the exact number was. It was fucking crazy. Like you really, I don't think he was hurt. I think that they knew that they could get Joe Burrow or one of those top quarterbacks, and they said, "Fuck it, you're sitting out." So I don't hate Travis Etienne either, but I wouldn't have picked him. I'm not a big Travis Etienne guy this year, but he was college teammates with Trevor Lawrence, and those things do matter. They do. They got a new coach now. No more Urban Meyer. Jesus Christ, talking about fingering bitches. God damn, boy had his fingers up that ass of that girl in the club. He was nutting out. T. Higgins going this slow is nuts to me. Now, I thought his ADP was crazy high. Like, I loved, this is this is showing growth in this league, right? New people. I used to call this a bum-ass league. I don't think this is a bum-ass league. Now, Andy's still doing shit like drafting four quarterbacks. Bummy shit, right? And people are missing draft picks. I missed a lot of draft picks on this one. I missed a shit ton. So I can't criticize anybody else for it, right? But, oh, the growth. Sorry, I was showing the growth. Had to cut it. I didn't want it to be too big of a file. Like, just because T. Higgins was drafted or projected at 23, 25, wherever he was at, motherfuckers would have taken him there just because of his projection. Now we've gotten to a a point. Why did I just sound like fucking what's-his-name? The Andrew Tate. We've gotten to a point. We've gotten to a point where people are taking them where they feel they have to take them, which is smart. And right here, T. Higgins is a great value pick. Then we get Brant getting Jerry Judy here, which really pissed me off. It pissed me off because it then set up. Oh my God! I didn't know Anthony got him. God damn it. I thought, are, are you kidding me? Or the other hidden rug got him. Well, fuck. I got to compliment Anthony again. It set up Anthony to get Cortland Sutton. When Cortland Sutton is the obvious number one. I like Jerry Judy in the sixth round. You see, I like him, but at his ADP, he was a six rounder. Bottom fifth, middle sixth pick. And that's where I liked him. I think he's going to have a good season, but you could have got him around later. Right? Or Well, with this, you couldn't have because he had the back-to-backs. But I would have taken Cortland Sutton or Darren Waller and go Josh Allen. I don't even hate the the quarterbacks in the fifth round. That's a great spot. I wanted to get Josh Allen in the fourth. I was actually going to do it because I think he's he's an RB1 at quarterback. It's kind of nutty. And they're not going to – they're going to throw the ball 40 to 45 times a game. And, yeah, man, they just are. So, the fifth round, Cortland Sutton is easily the best value in this round. 
no doubt about it. And it pisses. It sounds like you're sucking Anthony's dick. And Michael already texted me, you're going to suck Anthony's dick. Bro, you could black out the names, and I'm saying all this same shit. It's a fact. And he only got set up for this because, motherfucker, he has hit, hit and rug. This is how drafts fall. He has Cooper Cup. He don't need another receiver, so he got a quarterback. CD's dubs probably wanted to take four quarterbacks in this round alone, but he took Darren Waller instead. Respect it. That's what's so nutty about Andy. Right here, he had a chance to get the, the QB2 or QB3 in Patty Mahomes, and this dude took... Darren Waller, and then just goes, you know what, for the rest of this draft, I'm fucking hitting on them QBs, boy. <laughs> Goddamn. Cortland Sutton, to me, is a fourth-round pick. He's a, a top-of-the-fourth-round pick. He's going to end as a top-ten wide receiver. I put my guaranteed stamp on that, by the way. He is. So, kiss my ass, and you'll see at the end of the season. I thought Lamar Jackson over Patty Mahomes was bad at first. But then I realized, like, oh, Lamar Jackson's going to be down in games. He's going to run the ball way more than Patty. He has the potential to run for 1,000 yards at quarterback. Don't hate the pick. And he needed something just in case Cam Akers got hurt. I'm not saying that was his mentality. I'm saying that's what I would have thought. So Brandon Cooks right here. I've invested too much into Houston already. Let me move it up. I've invested too much in Houston already. By the way, LD got Lamar Jackson. Anthony got Cortland Sutton. I have to clarify that because I'm looking at it and some people are just listening on Spotify. Now, Brandon Cooks, to me, I shit on Bates for having Brandon Cooks last year, but it's only because I thought he was one of his main contributors. Brandon Cooks, six of his seven seasons in the NFL, 1,000 yards. And the one season he didn't have 1,000 yards, I believe he got another concussion. So, I like Brandon Cooks. Do I like him as like what my... Wide receiver three? Is that what he is? Yeah, the wide receiver three. I do. I do like him as my wide receiver three. And then I get Allen Robinson in the next round, not hurting. I, once again, I like Josh Jacobs where Michael got him. I just think they're gonna have to pass a lot, man. I think they're gonna they're gonna be they're gonna have to score, I should say, not pass. They're gonna have to score a lot in games in that division. And I do like Josh Jacobs at his where where Michael got him right at it was at forty seven. It's a good pick. And Jalen Waddle. Like that pick too. I just don't know how it's going to work with a team who just added two more running backs to their roster, right? They go get, I believe they got Sonny Michelle, Chase Edmonds, and they still have Miles Gaskin there. I don't know how it's going to work with a team, once again, the coordinator from San Francisco, Mike McDaniels. I don't know how it's going to work with that run heavy scheme. You know, I don't know how many targets this guy's going to see. But I also do like the the chance of a number two on the other side of an elite top-tier receiver. I like that. I really do. So, round six, George Kittle. Great value there for Are You Kidding Me. I like Marquise Brown for him, too. I just think his production is going to slump when DeAndre Hopkins comes back. And when did DeAndre Hopkins get taken? Like another round. Yeah, in round seven. Dak Prescott there. I hate DK Metcalf. And I don't even hate where he got him. I hate the player DK Metcalf. Juju Smith, I'm not taking above him. I'm taking Chris Godwin above DK Metcalf. He's already playing without a, a knee brace. And it's probably going to be back week one to three. J.K. Dobbins, I don't like J.K. Dobbins either. Darnell Mooney, he's a number one wide receiver. They both have shitty quarterbacks like Drew Locke, right? 
is the starting quarterback for this team. Drew Locke. What? They're going to have to pass a lot late in games but because they're going to be down. They're going to be getting fucking their ass smashed. Just straight up bad, bro. They're going to be one of the worst teams in the NFL. It's going to be them in Atlanta fighting for one of the top two picks. And it's going to get gross. Them or the Bears. It's going to get real gross, man. And they're really fucking bad. And I don't like picking teams with horrible offenses. <clears throat> Brandon Cooks, hello. So, But Brandon Cooks is their weapon as well. And, you know, I we haven't seen DK with that, without an elite uh, quarterback either. So we're going to have to see that. I just don't like it. I don't like Elijah Mitchell either. It's his flex play. That's what Michael's going to defend it with. That's totally fine. I believe it. I like Elijah Mitchell, but I have... Oh, let's think about Elijah Moore. Think about Elijah Moore. I would never draft the San Francisco running back. I am not a fool. Thank you. I just dislike him. I just do. See, and you see the two games. You're like, look, 20 carries, 20 carries. Ooh, 20 carries. Yes, but this shit's going to differentiate throughout the season. It always has. Like, remember last year, San Francisco had three running backs on the roster that got hurt. Jeff Wilson, Trey Sermon, Raheem Mostert. They all got hurt, and that's why Elijah Mitchell popped out of nowhere. Now, if those guys come back healthy, you don't know what's going to happen. Yes, Trey Sermon's gone. Yes, Raheem Mostert's gone. He's on the Dolphins. That's who they added. Um, but it doesn't matter with them. They're just going to bring in a new stable of running backs, and they're going to rotate. And this could I could be totally wrong. But Michael also got him at a really good ADP considering. Now, his projection is 1,000 yards, 7 touchdowns. So basically what he did last year. And if he finishes in the top 25 running backs, Michael got a good pick. But I just don't like certain players. And that is okay. That is okay. All right? Allen Robinson, uh, he's obviously slumped this tank down boards just because of what happened last year. Horrible year. One of the worst offenses in the NFL, worst rookie quarterback, horrible O-line, everything in between. Nothing worked out for him. But I like the value there in the sixth round to be like my wide receiver, three or four, one of the two. And, you know, I like I like the number two in that offense. You, uh, people forget what Robert Woods, when he started getting used to being the number two to Cooper Cup, what was happening with Robert Woods before he tore his ACL. He now is in Tennessee. But then you only have guys like Van Jefferson out there, Tyler Higby. I'm not really worried about anybody getting shit stolen. Mostly Allen Robinson. Yes, Matthew Stafford got elbow surgery. Very different from what they uh, previously said about the elbow procedure. Seems like, you know, you get your meniscus cleaned up. It's a procedure, not a fucking surgery. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, but yeah, that's the end of that. And then we'll just get into these bottom rounds who I like. Okay, I do not like Brees Hall, but it doesn't matter for Anthony because he's just going to be a bench player. And I was surprised he didn't go higher. Once again, this is the the evolution of this draft. Usually, a guy like Brees Hall would have went early because his production or his uh his expectation and ranking was so high. But people waited a long time to get him. I like DeAndre Hopkins right here. I think he's going to make a big impact when he comes back, mostly for a guy's team like LD. Um. Too many, too many Texans for me right here. Oh, and I also like my pick of Amon Ross St. Brown. He ended the top 15 wide receiver. And yes, most of his production came with TJ Hawkinson off the field. But I think that just shows that what it shows the coaches that, hey, you got a, a number one wide receiver here. And this dude is on my bench currently. He's a number one wide receiver for a team that's going to have to throw the ball 30 times a game because they're going to be down. Right. 
Uh, my all-in guy was Hunter Renfro this year. I was all-in on Hunter Renfro. It seemed as though every time I was mocking, I, I would have Josh Jacobs, Devontae, and Hunter Renfro. So it kind of pushed me away from getting the Las Vegas Raiders. But I do like that pick. I love Bates' Rashad Bateman pick. They can only throw to two guys right now, man. I don't give a fuck about that Isaiah Likely kid. He may turn up this season, but I don't like the preseason camp shit. Just like the Dobbs kid from Green Bay, not sold. This pick is a underrated pick, which I love. And once again, no bias. I've already shit on Andy a thousand times. I've shit on Andy a hundred times. Christian Kirk just got a bag from the Jags. They don't have a number one wide receiver out there. They got him. And he showed flashes of it with the Cardinals that he can be a, a top guy when people go out. So I can't wait to see what he does. I think he could be really big for Andy this year. I'm really high on Christian Kirk. Oh, I also like uh, Bates taking Michael Thomas right there. I do like Michael Thomas. I just, like, don't know if he's actually coming back. You know what I mean? Like, is he really coming back? They just drafted Chris Olave, right? Did they get – yeah, because the, the Jets got Garrett Wilson, correct? So, I don't know. And then I just went handcuffs here. But these guys aren't handcuffs for me, right? Tony Pollard, I mean <laughs> – Last year, once again, no touchdowns. So, you're right. He had over a thousand yards last year. Okay. Then we go to AJ Dillon. Guess what? <laughs> he had over a thousand yards last year, and he had seven touchdowns. So I don't look at these guys as oh, Hunter's prepared if people get hurt. Not really. I'm prepared if my starters get hurt, of course, and I think A.J. Dillon will be starting for me by the second or third week of the season. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Irv Smith eh, is what it is. Oh, how about I go through other people's picks and not be selfish? You know what? Let's just get into the fucking team rankings, okay? We're going to stop this. We're going to start ranking some teams, and hopefully I can get it done quick so you're not here listening for three hours, okay? So we're going to wrap this up, baby. Let's get it. All right, time for team rankings. I'm going to try to spend 15 to 20 on this, so it's not the longest podcast in the world. Uh, hopefully it wasn't a bad listen, guys. <laughs> Gave great analysis, had some had some really inappropriate jokes in there now, didn't I? So let's look at my team first so we can get the, the shitting on out of the way. I'm going to shit on my team. I am. So for the record, I'm probably going to start Zeke Elliott instead of A.J. Dillon. But this is my team, Trevor Lawrence at quarterback. The whole time during the draft, I was sitting there going, there's no way these quarterbacks are going to go. There's still Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Derek Carr. They were all still on the board. Round 10 to 11, they're still sitting right there. Sitting right there. That's all it was. They were just sitting there, and I'm like, everybody has a quarterback or two. Why would they take him? And then next thing you know, I'm looking the fucking Goldilocks here dead in the face. But I am... Honestly, I, I've talked to Chris and Landon about this in our group chat. I'm pretty high on Trevor Lawrence this year, so I wasn't mad. I wasn't mad about giving tre getting Trevor Lawrence. He had 300 yards rushing last year. It is what it is. Anyways, me defending myself. Still, though, just aesthetically, this team is dog shit. Okay. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, Dalvin Cook, not a bad pick. I'll put Zeke here. Zeke for A.J. Dillon. So, Dalvin Cook, Zeke, Tyree Kill, Mike Evans, Amon Ross St. Brown, Irv Smith, another ugly-looking name where you go, who is this guy? Uh, what could he do? 
Well, he was a guy that was supposed to be a steal last year in the draft because we thought that Kyle Rudolph wasn't going to be what he used to be. But Kyle Rudolph still got on the field the most. Uh, Zimmer really liked him a lot. And I think with Kyle Rudolph finally gone, going to the Bucks, he's going to have a chance to shine in this offense. And with how late I got him, once again, the tight end position is the same as the quarterback position to me. If you ain't got a top three to five tight end, what the fuck is the point? You know, they're all going to be the same. You'll get lucky and get a touchdown. You'll get 12 points, right? I really wanted Dawson Knox, but uh, Anthony took him. Now, then we have Allen Robinson as the flex, the dude I'm really high on. The Colts defense are one of the worst divisions in football. Titans, Jags, Texans, love it. On my bench, I had the, to me, I had the deepest team. I had the deepest team because I have trauma. On my bench, I have Brandon Cooks, the number one target for Houston. Damian Pierce, a rookie running back starting for Houston. Tony Pollard, a guy who I think is going to be involved in the offense with Dallas like a lot more. Just go, just go, literally go type into Google search on your phone while you're watching this, whatever, on the internet. What else are you going to use? What the fuck? <laughs> go type in Tony, uh, Tony Pollard's role, you know, increased or whatever. There's 20,000 articles about it. They've been talking about it all offseason. We're going to see. They say he's going to play slot receiver a lot too. We'll see about that. Alexander Madison is a must-have with Dalvin Cook. And then Josh Palmer, slot receiver, starting receiver, well, third receiver, I shouldn't say slot, starting uh, third receiver, four, to me, going to be the second best offense in the in the country, in the league, and then Deshaun Watson, who I just got for the playoff run, because he's coming back after 11 weeks, he's probably going to stay stashed, I'm probably going to put him in my IR slot, call it a day, okay? So there's nothing sexy about my team. If you want to be honest, I'm just going to rank my team down Probably I'm not. These aren't the final rankings, but right now my team is easily going in the bottom half. I'll put mine at seven. Me at seven, seven. Okay, fair enough. Now let's go to the top. We got Michael's team, Jalen. I don't believe in Derrick Henry once again. This is my opinion of players. So there's going to be certain guys that I love on one dude's roster, and you're like, why are you dick riding him so hard? Well, it is what it is, bro. That happens. So. We have Jalen Hurts, Derrick Henry, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Michael Pittman, Deontay Johnson. Top six, fantastic, right? I think that if Derrick Henry does get hurt, he really doesn't have a backup option considering I do not like Elijah Mitchell that much. Now, he got him in the sixth round, but I'm just saying if Derrick Henry goes out. I mean, shit, if Jonathan Taylor gets hurt. That's all I'm saying, so don't don't be all butthurt, Mike. I just don't think he has a good backup option. You know, I actually do like Melvin Gordon on the bench. I like Jamal Williams. If DeAndre Swift goes out, he's a, a receiving god out there, uh, Jamal Williams is. Dalton Schultz has the potential to be a top three tight end. None of these teams are popping. You know what I mean? Like, his team isn't popping off the paper at me. Neither, obviously, mine didn't either. Nobody's really does other than, like, dudes with the top two or three picks. And then Michael Gallup's out, but he'll be back. I think that's a good pickup because when he comes back, he'll he'll insert him in if Deontay Johnson isn't having the season bye weeks for Pittman and uh, Devontae. Jahan Dotson, the rookie out of Washington. And then Marvin Jones, another good pickup by Mike. I actually like Marvin Jones. Had an underrated season last year. Let's go look at his numbers. I just think he's been forgotten about since he went. I mean, dude, look, last year he had 73 catches, 832 yards, and that's with a quarterback who threw 
12 touchdowns and 20 picks last year. The dude that's starting on my team, actually. <laughs> um, I'll rank Michael in the middle of the pack right now. That's all we're doing. We're putting Mike in the middle of the pack at seven or at six, sorry. And this is, I, I have to put him at the middle of the pack. He's the second team I've evaluated. But I think his team is better than mine on paper, has more sexy names on his on his team, right? Second is LD, Lamar Jackson, Saquon Barkley, Cam Akers, Justin Jefferson, Amari Cooper, Alan Lazard, Travis Kelsey, Nico Collins, Buccaneers defense. Man, and I, y'all know I think LD is an amazing fantasy player. This dude has easily the worst roster he's ever drafted. And right now, looking at it, look at the question marks. Now, I talked about Nick Chubb and the quarterback thing. What about Amari Cooper and the quarterback? What did Amari Cooper do without Dak? He did great. But he also had a good quarterback with Derek Carr. But we've never seen him play with just some dog shit. We haven't. Alan Lazard, I do like Alan Lazard. He's the only receiver that I think Aaron Rodgers trusts. He's also an injury-prone big guy. And there's too many question marks on his roster. Cam Akers? Achilles injury came back, fumbled 16 times in the Bucks game. They almost when we almost came back. Saquon Barkley's a big question mark. Even though I'm high on him, I'm evaluating the roster for sure things and things like that. He's a question mark with Dayball. You still got Daniel Jones at quarterback. You don't know if they're gonna be predictable. Like the defense could just play the run the whole game and make Daniel Jones throw. You don't know what could happen. Travis Kelsey's Travis Kelsey. It is what it is. I think he's he's good. You know, obviously he's going to be tied into one or two this year, hopefully. Nico Collins, I don't want any part of that Houston Texas Texans uh, offense outside of who I got. And to me, I still don't want a part of them. Okay, I'm pretty high on Damian Pierce. But when you say, I'm going to have two fucking Texans on my team, what are you committing to? Honestly, and that's what I did. But I don't like Nico Collins, okay? I don't, and that's okay. Buccaneers defense, obviously it's a defense. I think they're good. Um, and also going against Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, Jameis Winston, and what's the other team in our division? Who am I forgetting? The Panthers, Baker Mayfield. Yeah. DeAndre Hopkins going to come help. Rashad Penny is a starting running back, and he has Kenneth Walker too. I don't want any part of the Seattle team. There's just teams you don't want to touch, and Seattle's one of them. Traylon Burks, there has not been a good report out about Traylon Burks yet. He is their first-round pick, and I think he's uber-talented as a diehard Arkansas fan. Yeah, he's uber-talented. His asthma kept him out. He was missing practice in the offseason. Vrabel doesn't like that shit. And then Derek Carr, he got Zamir White to back up uh, Josh Jacobs, and, and unless in case he gets hurt, he just got him. So, honestly, LD... He has one of the worst rosters here. And the only person, the only two people on, it's only he has three guys with super high upside or super high floors. That's Travis Kelsey, Justin Jefferson, Lamar Jackson, which are very predictable. I got to put LD close to the bottom, bro. I, I know, and this is no disrespect to LD. I got him at nine, okay? I think LD is an amazing fantasy player, all right? He's won the league back-to-back years. And if he pulls this shit off with this team, in my opinion... He needs to be investigated by the FBI. All right? That's just that. All right, Brantstein, here we go. Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, boom, boom. Off rip, you're like, all right, that's 60 points. And that's going to keep his team alive, by the way. Even if he, the rest of this, I think it's dog shit. Right? Even if I do. I don't know if I do, but if I do, that that two-piece right there 
is going to be hard to handle. So Josh Allen, Jonathan Taylor, James Conner, Keenan Allen, Jerry Judy, Darnell Mooney, Hunter Henry, Kareem Hunt, and the Saints defense. And his bench isn't deep. See, I, it's so funny to me because I'm just like, I think my bench is so superior because that's what I was trying to do. It's so funny. Um, I think that Brant's going to have a real problem with depending on two players. I think he's going to have a real problem with it. I don't think his roster's horrible. I don't. I think on paper, like you look at the names like Jerry, Judy, Keenan Allen. I just don't think he's going to have a good time when Jonathan Taylor doesn't go for the 25 or 30, when Josh Allen doesn't go for the 25 or 30. And then you look at his team and you got two guys who have 60 points and then your team sometimes will score 90. And you got what, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven other players and you're like, why the fuck am I losing? I'm spazzing with two guys. I think he's going to have a problem, real problem with depth. If somebody gets hurt, if James Conner gets hurt, he's going to insert who? He's praying that Raheem Mostert is the healthy one in that backfield. He's praying that James Cook, the rookie, Dalvin Cook's brother, gets his opportunity. He's praying that Robbie Anderson, the number two uh, wide receiver for the Panthers, is going to get his his touches and shit. And Kareem Hunt, a backup running back, is your is your flex and in a in a PPR sense, that's good. But once again, if you're already questioning the quarterback play, I guess it is more dump offs to the running back. But don't you think they're gonna rely heavily on the run and maybe he gets more snaps that way? I also thought his touchdown variation with Nick Chubb was kind of fluky. Every time he was in the game, he was getting a catch from like the three yard line Kareem Hunt was and getting a touchdown. I thought it was a little overblown. Could be wrong on that. So I would say LD and Brant are right in the same tier so far. So far, okay? We're at the first four teams, all right? And me and Michael seem to me are both better than those teams. And this is where I think we're going to start getting into teams that I think are better than mine. I don't know if we are. Jesus Christ. Hit and rug. Justin Herbert. I hate Leonard Fournette. That is my thought, okay? That is my thought. And Travis Etienne, once again. Travis Etienne, risky pick. Leonard Fournette has been great for the past couple years for us. He's also getting older. The rookie running back, Rashad White, has made such an impact that he has gone from fourth on the depth chart to second above Keyshawn Vaughn, who he relied on, and he's a pass-catching running back. I think that's something to look out for in that backfield. Cooper Cup is Cooper Cup, all right? He's going to ball out. Chris Godwin, when he comes back, is going to be great. He's going to be a top 20 wide receiver, easy. Gabe Davis is this guy I don't believe in, but after the playoff run, everybody's kind of like, yeah, man, I'm all in on Gabe Davis. I don't believe in it. He has Mark Andrews. Good pick. Drake London is in that fucking Atlanta Falcons offense, and I hope he does not start him. He should start Elijah Moore. I'll just say it. Start Elijah Moore now. Please, God. Or I would even start Dallas Goddard over that. But Elijah Moore, plug him in. Plug Elijah Moore in right now if you're listening. Please, God, plug in Elijah Moore. You will thank me later, okay? That's the only tips I'm giving all year. Damian Harris, I like the Damian Harris pick. Now he has a at least a plan if somebody gets hurt up there or if Liam Fournette's a, a bust. And I know you're thinking Ramondre Stevenson. I think Ramondre Stevenson has better potential than Damian Harris to blow up, but also has more of a chance to not have a job. Damian Harris is a returning starter. Patriots like guys who know the system. Patriots relied on him last year. Every time you looked up, Damian Harris had 70 yards and a touchdown. 
because he was just reliable. Old reliable Damian Harris. Yes, Ramondre is a great pass catcher. More more crazy athlete, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, Patriots like consistency and just old reliable. That's what they go with a lot of the time. But that is still a good pick to me. Damian Harris could take over that backfield with one rolled ankle. Dallas Goddard, I'm high on Dallas Goddard. Why did you take two tight ends? I don't know. I'm just mad. You actually took three with Mike Jasicki. Are you just seeing which one will pan out? Which one of the three got Mark Andrews, bro? Why are we getting fucking tight ends? I'm sick. Just This is what happened. And you're blaming me for not getting a tight end until later? I don't think so, bro. Rondell Moore, actually, really good pick to me. He's on his bench, though. And you can't look at shit like that. Once again, on paper, I can't go, oh, that's a good value that's sitting on his fucking bench. That may get bumped up into a starting lineup. Maybe. You don't know what he's thinking, right? And George Pickens, the rookie wide receiver out of Georgia going to Pittsburgh. So, damn, man. Some of these teams are bad. Like, I think this team is worse than Brant's because he has two guys that can pop. Well, three. He has three guys that can pop. Brant has two. So I'll have to rank this guy above Brant and LD. So he's at eight. I don't think I don't think his team is better than mine just based off the fact. And I'm not just defending this. I'm not. I don't have a guy like Drake London in my lineup. I don't have an unproven Drake London. I don't have an unproven Gabe Davis. And I don't have ETN at my running back position. And Leonard Fournette, whatever you think of him, he may finish top 10, but are we sure? You know what I'm saying? Dalvin Cook going to finish top 10 like he has a season-ending injury, and I got his backup if he gets hurt. So, okay, guys. So, Michael's still at sixth, and it's only because he was the first roster. Well, the second roster other than mine. I don't know if I'm, if I'm, you know, keeping myself at seven. I'll probably go down maybe. <laughs> but I got me at seven, Mike at six, Brant at eighth, Hit and Rug at ninth, and tenth. And I try to give explanations as best as I could, bro. Okay, and Michael's definitely going to bump up, definitely going to bump up. So let's get into Team Soler, Sol, Solaris. I'm not trying to disrespect your culture there, man, okay? Now, we're just going to go with Solaris. Solaris. How about that? See, even rolled, the, uh, you don't roll the R unless it's two. I'm right, Pedro, Pedro, that's a dog. Okay, <laughs> Jesus. Am I racist? Hmm. Team Solers, Solaris, you know, whatever it is. Dak Prescott, Joe Mixon, David Montgomery, who I don't believe in, but he is your RB2, so I'm not hating. Jamar Chase, DJ Moore, Jalen Waddle. Oh, this, this team cold as fuck. <laughs> this team is cold. This team is better than my team. TJ Hawkinson, uh, Clyde edwards Hilaire. I'm not big on him. He is your flex, though, right? He is the number one on the depth chart of a team who we don't even know how they're going to run their offense, right? We don't. We don't know if they could run Clyde Edwards-Hilaire 20 times. I don't believe in him as a talent, but, you know, I don't like the Chargers' defense. Now, they have great pass rushers. This is the only thing. I don't like any AFC West defense. You know why? And you can sub it out. Defense ain't going to affect this ranking at all. Okay, it's not. But it's just funny because you're going to look up every week, and it's going to be like the AFC West, the scores are going to be 35-28, 42-35. It's going to be so fucking annoying if you have an AFC uh, West defense. It's going to be fucking terrible. This dude's team is, let's go to Mike's team. Let's get a review here. This dude has more players that I like above Michael's. In his depth, he now has Daryl Henderson. I told you, I don't believe in Cam Akers. DJ Chark, we'll see what he does on the Detroit Lions. 
he actually showed so much potential in Jacksonville, and then he got that season-ending injury, I believe his second year, when he was kind of balling. J.D. McKissick is always a good pick because Antonio Gibson is always a bad pick now, right? I'm, I'm hitting my vape. When you see me cut it, I'm hitting vape, okay? I'm hitting vape, douche, douche alert. Garrett Wilson, taking late-round flyers on rookie players, wide receivers, running backs. I love all of it. I actually love this guy's team. Um, yeah, because I'm a big T.J. Hawkinson guy too as well. And I'm just looking at him and Mike. They're very similar. I think Mike has a bigger pop at quarterback. I think Joe Mixon over Derrick Henry. In my book, in my book, okay, Jamar Chase is better than, well, he's got Devontae. DJ Moore is not better than than Pittman. I like Waddle over Deontay just because of the rookie running back or rookie quarterback. Yes, two is coming in as a basically a first-time, full-time starter, you know. But remember, they had Chan Gailey. And he was he brought in he was there just for Ryan Fitzpatrick for that offense because he worked with him in New York and now he has an elite offensive coordinator. I just think that offense is going to be underrated and it's going to it's going to be a top ten offense in the league to me this year. T.J. Hawkinson, I'm just going Dalton Schultz. They're going to be similar in production. I think that Dalton Schultz has higher upside. Clyde Edwards Hilaire to Elijah Mitchell. I do like Elijah Mitchell better than Clyde. Um, we're going to say they're even right now, Mike and this team, okay? They're probably going to be in the top four teams. That team's cold as fuck. Solaris. My ek, my back. Now, I've gotten multiple text messages. You're going to ride his cock. You're, you're going to do It's because you saw his team, though. You know it's a good team. You know it is. You know what I mean? And the Cortland Sutton thing, you can look at the Cortland Sutton numbers, and they're really bad. He also had Drew Locke on his team, right? He had Drew Locke in a run-heavy offense with Vic Fangio, a fucking 80-year-old dude that can't get his dick hard without a penis pump. That's who he had, a defensive mind. And I think their defense takes a huge step back and is unproductive. They suck. And I think they're going to be passing the ball a lot being down in games. And his production was terrible. I think he had like 50 catches for 700 yards, 60 catches. It's not good. But you have to realize, he's one year, that, that was his first year removed from the ACL tear, okay? When people bounce back, it's that second, it's that second year of the ACL tear, uh, after the ACL tear, and, you know, I think Russell Wilson likes a, a big guy that can go deep and catch jump balls, all right? That's that. Dawson Knox was the guy I wanted. You, I want every piece of this offense that I can get, right? And Dawson Knox showed production last year. This team, once again, best. It, it's going to be the the most yards in the NFL, most likely. Josh Allen's going to throw for seven thousand yards, fucking one hundred twenty-two touchdowns. He may throw seventy-five picks, but they're going to win a lot of games. And I want Dawson Knox. I love Dawson Knox. I wanted him, and he sniped him from me, and that's okay. I do question Juju Smith, and I do question Aaron Jones. I'm not worried about production, but considering he could have had some other guys there. He could have had another great receiver, even though his receiving course fire. Um, I do not like Juju. I do like Adam Thielen, though. I like Adam Thielen once again. I like the number two next to an elite wide receiver, more one-on-one opportunities. And Adam Thielen is getting older, but I just have a feeling that he's going to have a pretty good season. His bench isn't that great. Naheem Hines is uh, the handcuff. He just got paid, handcuffed for John Jonathan Taylor. He may get a bigger role because he got paid. 
you never know, but I think Frank Reich, the head coach for the Colts, is kind of stubborn. It's like, fuck off. I don't give a fuck if he's getting paid. I actually do love the Jarvis Landry pick, too. He's like under the radar. People really didn't know where he was playing this year. And if Michael Thomas doesn't come back healthy, Chris Olave is an unproven rookie, then you have a slot receiver that Jameis is just going to spam. Do you remember what uh, Adam Humphreys and Chris Godwin did with Jameis? They produced. They produced a lot of yards, and they were they were worth a good pick down there. I remember Adam Humphreys one year I had him in fantasy, and he lost his starting spot to Chris Godwin. He already had almost 1,000 yards during the season. It was kind of crazy. Sonny Michelle, he got his handcuffed. And Gerald Everett, he just wanted every fucking charger. So I don't think his roster is like way better than Team Solaris or or way better than Michael's roster, okay? I think he has a super high floor, though. And Joe Burrow is your quarterback. He's When he's healthy, he's throwing 600 times, right? I mean, he might throw the ball 500 times this year, and they're, they're going to be one of the top offenses as well. So... We're going to see, I'm going to put Anthony at number four right now. And I think he will have the best roster, but I'm not going to assume anything, okay? CDs dubs. Doesn't have a bad team at all to me. Kyler Murray, Christian McCaffrey, Javante Williams, Debo, T. Higgins, Christian Kirk. Now, I'm trying to take away my bias on Christian Kirk. If you're a normal person in a fantasy draft room, right, you go... That's kind of lacking, right? That's kind of lackluster with Christian Kirk as your number three, considering you have guys like Marquise Brown as a number three or, uh, well, shit, Jesus, is there an example? Jalen Waddle as a number three, Cortland Sutton, Mike Williams as your number three, shit like that, you know what I mean? And I just think it's kind of underwhelming there, even though I think he has good upside. And when I say upside, guys, when I say Christian Kirk's going to have a good year, it does not mean he's going to be a top 10 wide receiver. It's a guy that got drafted in like the 8th or ninth round that I think could be a top 30, top 25 wide receiver. I'm not saying he's going to be a top 10 guy. But for that value, <laughs> it's great. Anyways, Christian Kirk, kind of underwhelming if you're a regular fantasy guy. I do like Darren Waller this year. Josh McDaniels loves tight ends in the red zone. J.K. Dobbins don't want any running back in that backfield with Baltimore. Nobody's going to take control. Um, his team, Devin Singletary, okay. You got the, the, the Buffalo backfield is one of the top ones I stayed away from as well. Robert Woods is a guy I wanted. You get rid of A.J. Brown. Traylon Burks hasn't had any good, not one good report coming out about him. So who are they going to throw to? Probably the guy who is known as a really good route runner. And once again, I'm not saying he's going to be an elite wide receiver, but he's the number one on a team who got the number one seed last year when their best player was out for half the season. So don't get it twisted. Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers. And this is where his draft just becomes, what the fuck are you doing? Matthew Stafford and Tua. Did he drop a quarterback? No, he didn't. Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Tua. And then he has Kyler starting. Is he just going to alternate? He's just going to stream, but off his bench? It makes no sense. And Russell Gage, I think, is a good pick because I don't know if Julio stays healthy. So CD's dubs is going to go towards the bottom, and we'll see what happens, right? Okay, we already did my team. So right now the top three teams are no order, Mike, uh, Michael Brinkley, Solaris, and Anthony. Okay, and then we're going to get into one of my favorite rosters is Are You Kidding Me? I actually love this dude's roster. I think he... 
he really doesn't have a miss here. He he didn't miss a single pick in my opinion. And I don't know. I just like his roster. Russell Wilson is the only question mark to me. I don't know what his production is going to be like. You don't. Uh, once I think they're going to pass the ball a lot. But over the last couple years, Russell Wilson's kind of been questionable in the fantasy space. He wins games, but at what cost for your fantasy team? That's the only questionable thing here. Alvin Kamara, good pick. I think he should have got Joe Mixon instead, and this team would have been whoa. Alvin Kamara, Nick Chubb. I know some of y'all don't believe in Nick Chubb, but just look at his fucking stats for his career. He's running for 1,000 yards every season. Stephon Diggs, my wide receiver, like three probably. I think he's going to finish behind Justin and Cooper. That's it. Terry McLaurin, I already played the clip. Love Terry. I like Marquise Brown for the first six weeks. And then you got guys like Brandon Ayuk who could come in for him considering the the reports coming out of San Francisco is that Ayuk has been a breakout star in camp. You get Marquise Brown, like I said, without DeAndre Hopkins, he's probably going to be their number one target. See what happens. We saw what he did with Lamar Jackson, who's not even close to the thrower of the football that Kyler Murray is. So you don't know what could happen with uh, Marquise Brown. And that's a big play offense from the setups by Cliff Kingsbury. George Kittle, great pick right there. I mean, he probably went really low. Where'd he go? The fourth, fifth round? Let's see. I like George Kittle. I just think that George Kittle's a little overrated, in my opinion. We act like George Kittle didn't play. Yeah, you got him in the sixth. That's a good place to get him. We act like George Kittle didn't play a single game last year when he played most of the season. He just didn't produce how he wanted him to. And he's always going to play hurt. Don't give me that excuse. He will always play hurt. He'll play with a broken fucking ankle. He doesn't care. Once again, my ride-or-die guy was Hunter Renfro. I didn't get him. I think I had I had these stats, okay? Well, just play the clip. Go. Josh McDaniels, new head coach. Let's look at his slot stats. Slot wide receiver stats since 2018. 2021 last year. Jacoby Myers, 126 targets. 83 receptions. Matt Jones was 14th in pass attempts. 14th. You're talking about Derek Carr, who was number two or leading the league in passing yards for a long time before, uh, for a while, I think half the season before Tom Brady took over. 2020, in a bad, horrible offense. They had under 200 yards in seven weeks of the season. Jacoby Myers, who was a nobody at the time, trying to prove himself, not even starting games, goes off and gets 83 targets and leads the team. I, I believe he started seven games. Seven games. And it's not that situation where you go, well, the slot receiver isn't on the starting lineup. I, just stop. Go look at last year. Jacoby Myers started every game, motherfucker. 2019, Julian Edelman. Hunter Renfro and Julian Edelman. What's the difference? The fucking haircut? 153 targets out of 613 pass attempts by Tom Brady. That is on the dot a fourth of every pass he got thrown to. A fourth of every pass. 153 times 4 is 612, bro. You're off by one. Look at that. Number sense. Number sense. Sixth and second place for UIL. Eat my dick. 2018, Julian Edelman had 108 targets in 12 games. I don't know what to tell y'all. Y'all are bugging out on Hunter Renfro, man. All right, that's what I'm talking about. I think Hunter Renfro, in that offense, it's going to be... And I know you're thinking, hey, he's not Julian Edelman or... Okay, whatever, dude. I don't give a fuck. Anyways... Tyler Boyd seems like a pointless pick because of T. Higgins and Jamar Chase, but if somebody goes down, you have the number two wide receiver, period. 
in that that lethal offense, so I don't hate it. Michael Carter is the better pick to Brees Hall to me. Preseason, every game, they're splitting 50-50. Now, Brees Hall may end up taking over that backfield late in the season, which is really what you're looking for for rookie flyers. It wasn't a flyer for Anthony. I think he took him pretty, like, it wasn't like the 10th, 11th round. But I like Michael Carter more than him. You know what I mean? And, yeah, Julio Jones, I don't like the Julio Jones pick, but, you know, who knows? Maybe he gets reinvigorated with Tom Brady. He's already eating avocado ice cream. I like Tyler Higby as well. Why do we have so many tight ends? Why do you have three tight ends? Why, why, why? Kirk Cousins. Like, I wanted Zach Ertz. I wanted Tyler Higby. They were gone. Mm, my team stinks. I like this roster a lot. Um, we'll put him towards the top. Okay, now Bates. Bates' team. Not as bad as I initially thought, but still bad. Okay, it's not a terrible roster. I'm just trying to shit on Bates so he gets mad. Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. I'm not a big believer in Najee Harris, but he's basically his RB2 because I think DeAndre Swift is going to have an incredible year. Like I already said, A.J. Brown, I think there's some questions there with the quarterback, and it's not even the talent of the quarterback. It's the offense in general of getting him the ball. That's why, what the fuck? That's why I do like, uh, Michael had Devontae Smith, didn't he? A.J. Brown, big wide receiver, big playmaker, Jalen Hurts is not scared to throw the deep ball, anything like that. Rashad Bateman is the number one wide receiver on the Ravens team with nowhere to throw. I've already said this stuff. Michael Thomas, yep. Kyle Pitts, don't like it, but it is what it is. Antonio Gibson starting is really bad. If you have Antonio Gibson in your starting lineup, you're looking at a possibility of 12 points or 4 points. No bullshit. Packers defense is supposed to be elite this year. Don't care really about defenses. You can stream those all year. On his bench, DK Metcalf, he's going to end up starting him, has to. Ramondre Stevenson, once again, Ramondre and Damian Harris are good picks. You're just going to get lucky with which one you pick. Jacoby Myers, I don't know what happened. Maybe it's because Josh McDaniels left, but his production is like predicted to be so bad. It was last year too, though, and he had 100 catches. Chris Olave, he's almost trying to do a handcuff to Michael Thomas since he's the, the rookie first-round pick by then. Tom Brady is Tom Brady, yes. Mark Ingram, back up to Alvin Kamara. I think he's he's older and stuff like that, but in New Orleans, they have always used him for some reason. They like to use him. I'm not saying he's going to take anything away from Alvin and then Sky Moore. I think he has no depth whatsoever, okay? Uh, I think he's lacking depth because a lot of these guys, and he gave himself a lot of hard decisions to make every week. He just did with because there's so there's such a low floor to this team, and I think a very limited ceiling, almost like my team, where he's gonna have to make a lot of bad decisions and pray for the waiver wire to give him something to fill a hole in his team eventually during the year. Like this flex spot is gonna be really rough. You're picking from Antonio Gibson and DK Metcalf and Ramondre Stevenson. That's gonna be a hard flex to fill, man. It's going to be a hard flex to fill. So he'll be below me, above most of the bottom ones. I'll be right back with the official ranking. What they've all been waiting for. The final team rankings. All the discussion of the rosters. All the pre-draft hype. All the shit talk. It comes down to Hunter Sands' pre-draft rankings. This is what it comes down to? Wowzers. 
wow, Jesus. One thing I, I'm not considering, guys, obviously. So we got to get this out the way. I am not considering your draft position. I am not considering what you can do on the waivers. None of that shit. I can't do that. I can't. I can't go, damn, bro. Anthony had the fourth pick. That's why his team's so good. Let's bump him down. I can't do that. Or Bates. I think Bates had a pretty decent draft for where he was at. I think he missed a few picks, but I thought he had a decent draft. Right? Or I can't bump up Michael because he had a low draft pick. Anyways. So, we got a bottom tier. We got a mid tier. We got a top tier. Let's start with the bottom tier. Coming in at number 10. The biggest surprise. On paper, the worst team. The back-to-back champion has had a Super Bowl hangover. He's had a Super Bowl hangover. It's LD. Don't like his team at all. At number nine, we have Hit and Rugs. Once again, I already had these ex- explanations, okay? I had to come back today because the next day, it's it's after I recorded those videos previously because I realized I didn't do a good job on the team ranking thing and I wasn't going to leave in this the 30-minute clip of me just talking about your teams, which was needed. I needed to do that. So coming at number nine, Hitting rugs. To round out the bottom tier at number eight, a man with two pop stars. And a dot dot, I'm a pop star. Yeah. And that's what Drake said. Brant. He has Jonathan Taylor and Josh Allen. And I truly believe that he's going to have a problem with the rest of his roster. Coming in at the bottom of the mid tier, we're all in the same tier. Number seven, Zachary. The I'm Daddy Z Bates. Don't dislike his roster completely. I think Armandre Stevenson could be a big upside grab on his bench. Coming in at number six, Andy. Andy's at number six. Thought his team had some upside there, and I forgot why I put him at number six. I've already done my explanations. Anyways, at number five, it's me. I'm not in the top tier. I think I'm right there in the middle of the teams that... You, you're like, yeah, they're probably going to make the playoffs or they possibly could not. And I think I round out that mid-tier. We're getting into the top tier, man. Coming in at number four, getting a participation trophy for being in the top tier. It's Team Solaris. Solaris. I love all these teams, by the way. The top four teams are fire. I love all these teams. Solaris, man, I, I do like his team a lot. And he's in the top tier, bro. I think he's going to be in the, the running for the championship if nothing nothing tragic happens to his team, which guess what, guys? Something tragic is going to happen to about 50% of the league's teams. <laughs> so these rankings, that's why these rankings really don't mean shit at the end of the day because it's the day or two after the draft, okay? Coming in at three is the commissioner, Big Mike. It was a real fight. I really do have him and Solaris as the same tier of team, like the same type of team. I just think Michael had some more upside and sexy picks on his team. Coming in at number two, we have, are you kidding me, fool? That's what everybody said because they know Anthony's number one. Are you kidding me? I love the roster. Right when I saw it post-draft, I was like, God damn, that's a really good team. I thought I did a really good job drafting. And then obviously, number one is Anthony. And y'all all just gave out a deep sigh. Oh, I knew it. Oh. I knew it. Okay. All right. I get it. Be mad. I don't give a fuck. Honestly, I I could give a fuck less. Okay. So those are the top 10 teams. One through 10. Anthony. Are you kidding me? The commissioner. 
Solaris, me, Andy, Zach Bates, Brant, Hitting Rugs, and LD. Now, I'm actually going to say their, their team names now. I totally forgot about that. I'm going to put their team names now. Number one is My Eck, My Back. Number two is Are You Kidding Me? Number three is Ball of Mavs. Number four is Team Solaris. Number five is One Week at a Time. Number six is CD's Ball, CD's Dubs. That's what it is. Number seven is Team Blowhole. Number eight is TaylorMade. Number nine is Hitting Rugs. And number 10 is Sin City Ballers. That's the official ranking. Debate your fucking mama. And guess what? That's the end of the podcast, man. I love you all for listening. Thank you. Continue to listen to my podcast, please. I put a lot of work into this. And I have my own room now, so I'm going to be pumping out content all the fucking time. I'm not like a seventh grader that's like, I finally got my own fucking room. No, I got a two-bedroom apartment. I got my space to create. You know what I'm saying? So, amen. Be pumping out content all year, fantasy. I'm going to give y'all waiver wire claims to help y'all out just for content. I'm going to give y'all people y'all should be looking out looking out at on week one waivers, week two, all the way until the playoffs. That's the content I'm giving and basketball content. Always, I'm a basketball genius, actually, a fucking genius. Okay, and why do I keep saying, okay, okay, okay. And I'm giving bets out every week. So this Saturday, I'm giving out bets for the Sunday games. And yeah, man, that's what I do. Go pig, go hogs, woo pig, go bucks. All right, and go Miami Heat, the pod goat. Is out, bitches. Deuces, motherfucker.